12 or 4.30. Right, welcome to another uh, next day edition of Real Brave Radio. And uh, we're, gonna, we're, we're still trying to figure out the name of this, this broadcast. Uh, but today we're coming from uh, the Grand Borough of Queens, New York. I'm, I'm sitting here with my friend Javier from the Queens location. Javier, you want to say hi? Hey, Dan. Glad to be here. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I th that's what people do. That is what they do. But it was really good. I'm just busting your chops. Um, so... Norm, I, what's been working really well is we, in, in this thing is we're talk, we talk about music, right? Two musicians in a room talking about music. We try to do some funny games. I have no funny games, but I'm sure we can get to that. Um, but we've got a big we've got a big show coming up soon, we and do. Uh, this is this is the big location. This has 800 students here or 700 and something students. How many students do we have, Mike? I think like 715. All right, we're getting there. Uh, where's the show? Uh, well, we have our biannual fall concert on Sunday, November 10th. You might want to move in a oh. little bit. Sorry, bud. Sorry. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> Here from Queens. Um, so we have our biannual fall concert on Sunday, November 10th. Uh, usually we have around 100 performers that day. Okay. It's a big day. Uh, I'm up at like 4 a.m. Well, you know, really, I don't, I don't sleep. You don't sleep the whole um, night. But uh, is that my fault? <laughs> it's worth it. It's <laughs> worth it. It's a good day. It's a big day. Uh, but there's going to be a hundred performers. Uh, tons of friends and family are going to come check it out. And what we do is we have a, a, a house band mm. set up, uh, and it's just a collection of uh, five or six instructors here at the studio. Uh, that prepare um, material and perform with the students on on stage at the Little Theater at St. John's University. So, here's, here's I think this is interesting because we've been doing this now since 2007. Uh, 2007 we started in schools, and it, it started with me running around sweating. And you were probably in one of the first shows, I think. Uh, How long have you been working here? I came around maybe 2008. 2007 was the first show. Yeah, yeah. November, but, and but then 2008 there. was your first. Yeah, yeah, and it was at a PS26, which is right across the street of the first location. Okay. Uh, hey, guys. <laughs> yeah, so what we used to do is we used to... It's very similar, but like the... the it was like concert, total concert panic, right? Because we had the little tiny studio. If you can imagine this, right? Viewer, one viewer. Um, we had this little tiny studio. We had three rooms and we had no rehearsals. So what we would do is practice. We would grab one person from one room, run into the next. And be like, can you learn this song by tomorrow? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. We'd get on stage. Now just imagine this. There's any, any like... Uh, actual musicians out there that, that, pr that practice for a show, we would never practice. We'd go right on stage. And that's where the, from well, the studio to the stage came from, actually. The, I, our slogan. I think you had to practice on your own. Like if you were an instructor helping another instructor and student out, you had to kind of practice on your own and then fill in on stage. But I think the, the challenge, the struggle with that is that you didn't have time to uh, get to know the students, connect with them. 
mm. you know, which is, I think, a big part of rehearsal and a big part of uh, the magic of musicianship of just people playing music together. Yeah. You know, if you're going to prepare for a gig, you have to know the person. Well, we learned that the hard way. Yeah. Okay, I mean, so. we did what we did the best we could with what we had. Right? I think we did pretty good. Yeah. And there, there are awful moments, definitely, and it's probably my fault, but. Uh, I mean, I'm still here. <laughs> We're still surviving. <laughs> Can everybody hear Javi? You seem like you're really far away oh, from the microphone. Sorry. This is a, this. It's like a condenser mic. You I know. It's I sh- it should be fine. Right? I think we got nine thousand dollar condenser well? mic. We just found it in the studio. Nobody know, knows who owns it. Uh, this is awesome, by the way. It is awesome. <laughs> as soon as we get a viewer, it'll be even better. Who is it? Um, I, I, I don't told, know. We're live, though. I That's told sure. my 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 dad, it could be him. <laughs> but uh, I texted him real quick. I was like, "Hey, I'm going to be on TV." <laughs> <laughs> well, well, sort of. Yesterday we did a pretty cool uh, bit. We talked about um, actually we had people. If we get we get a viewer, it'd be nice. We had somebody ask us tell us a song to play in the genre. So. Some person said, for, uh, "For like you guys to perform." Yeah, we performed oh, it. Okay. So somebody came, uh, chimed in, um, "Don't stop believing in funk." So we did that. And what that else did we do? That sounds like fun. That was fun. We can do. We that. talked about Kiss yesterday. Do you like Kiss? I mean, I appreciate Kiss. What do you appreciate about Kiss? You know why we it's, talked about Kiss yesterday? Well, it's um, the thing with Kiss is that you know. There's so much more than just musicians, and they and, uh, and I don't think they were known as great musicians. No, but it was the brand Kiss. There you go. The made them huge. You did you watch yesterday's episode? I, I missed that part, but I just well, that's know, what we talked about. I know about this this stuff. I Is Lane watching? I can't, <laughs> I can't curse on you, right? There's no. It's a family program. It's a family show. Um, but yeah, they had a, you know, I'm sure there's a Kiss pinball machine somewhere on Union Turnpike. There you go. We got the Kiss logo up right now. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Kiss. Growing up in um, Catholic school, it was frowned upon, basically, because they talk about some crazy stuff that adults talk about. Well, it was all like innuendo. It was all 100% more than innuendo. (laughs) It was pretty obvious. Love gun, right? Yeah. Yes. They're not the only ones, right? Yeah, but they they kind of made it cool. Uh, my name is Daniel Powers Jr. By the way, uh, founder of Real Brave, and I'm I'm here with Javi. I do have a title for you. Uh, I had to come up with it quickly. It's voted Nice Guy of the Year 2019. Javier Roldan, everybody. That's very nice. My hat Congratulations. Off he is, but but for today we have uh, voted Nice Guy of the Year 2019. What does he win, Chuck? Dumb, dumb. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, hang on. So yeah. Uh, oh, real brave. Are, are we still on? Yeah. Okay. We got a comment from, I guess, one of the locations. Is that you, Mike? No. Oh, it might be Kevin. Kevo. Is that, is that Kev? He is. But, but. He. So oh. If you are watching this and you're interested in anything that we're talking about, um, there is a way to get notifications for this broadcast. If you could kindly do that, we can build a fan base and um, do more fun things like uh, talk 
and sing. Um, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, for this podcast in Jersey or anywhere else, I don't mm-hmm. know if you've done it in, in, in Manhattan, uh, did you guys ever talk about uh, Imagine Dragons? We haven't. I, I believe Imagine Dragons are one of the bands that um, we're not allowed to talk about. Mm. Why, why is that? Kevin says he Copyright. voted for Javi twice. Great. That makes one of us. <laughs> I believe this is Kevin. It is Kevin. That's what it is. Okay. Kevin and Anthony. Cool. What's up, guys? Uh, Kev, what should we talk about today? There's a question. Because we, we had to like just put this together quickly. And um, I don't have my uh, trusty sidekick. Well, That's all you're really worth, anyway. We do have... Um, I must say that... Um, since Imagine Dragons became a thing, are, am I seriously not allowed, allowed to talk about? No, them? you you are. Okay. <laughs> Since they became like a thing, you know, they're like huge. I don't know if they're still huge. Uh, we have not gone one concert without having somebody play Believer by Imagine Dragons. And uh, well, what do you we, think of Imagine Dragons after all these years of playing? I, I think can you imagine dragons now? A, a super successful group, but I think that uh, a lot of their music is just, I don't know, it's just hard to, uh, it's just very, uh, what's the word for it? What's the word for just terrible? Produced. Overly produced? Compre- yeah, yeah, and just, I don't know. I, mean, I understand uh, that it's, 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 very inspi- it's very inspirational, has a good message, and it's good for a young crowd, but for, um, I think musicians mm-hmm. in general, it's not very. Uh, it's it's not really interesting because it's yeah. three chords. Uh, Kevin from well, somebody from uh, Real Brave in, in New Jersey says, "Same here for Believer." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we've heard it a, a hundred thousand times, right? Yeah. Th- what's brilliant about it is its simplicity. It's the drum beat, mm-hmm. which is which is how does it go? Um, right. Yeah, Brilliant. Of course, I remember it. Yeah, yeah. And then it's what are the chords? We have a guitar. This is a music studio without a guitar. Yeah, I got one. Do you know the chords? I don't. I I boycotted. You boycotted? I think you could play it. I think it's like. No, what's the what's the um. That's it, right? And then it goes over and over again. I think so. The chorus, too? <laughs> yep. Over and over again, and then it goes back to the... Is there, is there like, a middle eight? I don't... Th- is there a middle eight? It's a it's surprisingly... The verse and dr- out in the chorus. Yeah, yeah. It just has just different layers... And colorings of the same progression, and like they add like cool little rhythmic stuff. Yeah. That's what what other what other tunes are we doing for this concert? By um, let's imagine some dragons. Uh, we're doing some oldies. Oh, by Imagine Dragons, we're doing a song called "Bad Liar," which I'm not familiar with. And the uh, we're doing four Imagine Dragon songs this concert. Okay. And this time, at least, there's no uh, nobody playing the same one. Like in the same concert or two separate concerts. Uh, Bad Liar, 
uh, Believer, uh, Demons, and Thunder. Yeah. Thunder's a cool tune. Thunder, okay. Uh, how does that one go? Uh, we're not allowed, we, can, we can play it on guitar. We can't play the actual tune. Okay. Lightning and the Thunder. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what I like about this concert and every concert is that, um, and what I like about the instructors is that they they teach their kids about music from the 80s and 90s and, and early 2000s. Passing down the love of music. Yeah, yeah. So that is well. That's probably one of the most important things about teaching in this environment is we've got to take. Look, there's no more uh, records. There's no more CDs, really. We've got to pass down the love of music to the next generation, and uh, that'll that fosters learning. But also because life has changed so much, like when when I was going to school, I had CD like a CD or a record or tapes. Really, uh, we were able to like listen to that and pass it down. But today they don't really have that. It just it's on the phone. It's kind of like magic. It doesn't really it doesn't work the same way. Well, we get the the privilege really if you think about it. Right, to be able to to give something to someone that can truly change their lives, in a lot of ways. I mean, I think music changed my life, a hundred percent. If I listen to any tune, like what's what's a what's a song that you listen to that changed your life? A song that changed my life? Yeah, that's a good song. Yellow Ledbetter, Mike says, um, our one audience song member. Song that changed my life? I can't tell you right now. I mean. There's a bunch of songs that change. What's your top? All right, give me like a, a top ten nice guy of the year <laughs> <laughs> uh, list. Uh, what's that guy's name? That song Bat- "Had a Bad Day" by uh, Daniel Powder. Had a bad day. Yeah, I, I play that song all the time. But no, I'm just kidding. here. No, never. <laughs> <laughs> I worked at Subway uh, when I was like a sophomore in high school. That was my first job, actually. Okay. And that song played all the time. So Daniel Powder, uh, "Bad Day" by Daniel Powder. Um, I can't tell you right now, but I was really into um, like the, the the Red Hot Chili Peppers when I first got into like rock music and Nirvana and like grunge stuff. And then uh, I got into uh, these like emo punk bands, which I still kind of like. Uh, the Used. I don't know if have you ever heard of the Used. No. Band? Um, they sang a song called. Um, damn, I don't know. The used Mike buried myself alive. It's like a really big in the pop punk scene. Is it like the emo. emo stuff? Yeah, screamo emo or or just regular emo? Elmo, uh, like screamo. Elmo, Elmo. yeah, yeah. Screlmo. It's a good one. The taste oh, of yes, ink is that, the name of the song. That was the first song I heard by the used, and it was really good. It was a good mm. one. They're a crazy band. The guy, the lead singer is nuts, though. He's just a psycho. A box full of sharp objects. That's a good one, okay. too. <laughs> Does the lead singer have mommy issues? <laughs> I don't know. Probably. Uh, but we do have a lot of good tunes uh, being played uh, at this concert. A lot of old stuff, like uh, System of a Down, which it, they're not like that old, but you know, that's yeah. something that they're not really relevant now. That's makeup. an example. <laughs> makeup. I run. Uh, we have some Nirvana. We have some Green Day. You know, I hear a lot of that for every concert. Okay. I feel like, you know, that's like a cool 
it's cool that a lot of those that music is just timeless and then that that kids now can be just as excited about it you know uh to perform something like that do they so we're not like a school of cool right or school of fools uh in in a sense that like they live in that world right right uh i think we are our what what do the students do? Like, do the students lip? Like, do they take on the persona? Are they wearing the shirts? Do they have like wristbands? Are they like taking on that stuff on as a part of their personality? To like, you know, like, I mean, personally, I like, I had, I would wear the shirt. I would have the poster in my room. Are, are the kids doing that these days? You think? The darn kids. I think they are. You know, but I think uh, here, when it comes to um, instructor and teacher relationships, I. Th- a big part of uh, Real Brave is that we key into uh, the student's interest. You know, we don't really push them like, hey, you have to learn this. You have to like this. You know, we can kind of like figure out where yeah. their head's at. Yeah, I think a, a huge part of lear- learning, I mean, I learn differently than anybody, but I think anybody can relate to this is that if you can find something that you like, then you'll be more apt to want to learn it. And if you don't, know what you want to learn well let's find a way to get there like let's try different things it's not it's not just a one roadmap. well javi drops things we we have Sorry. we <laughs> we have a, a different ways of getting people to learn i think that that's an important aspect to um musical learning because it's there there isn't just one one way to learn you have to you have to try different things people learn in different ways uh, I mean, I think I probably had a learning disability growing up, so that's what it probably comes down to. <laughs> but because I did, we're able to to find different ways to learn. Well, you also had probably had the right teacher too. Uh yeah. Right. Who was who was your teacher? Don. Right. Don what Albert. Was, what was that like? That was amazing. <laughs> Don, Don Albert. It's huh? exactly what you're seeing right now. <laughs> I swear to God. There's nothing different. He's like the exact same person. Well, besides, you know, maybe like just growth of 20, 30 years of growth. I mean, he's the exact same person that he was back uh, then. What was the, the like click moment that made you realize like, hey, you know, I'm going to stick around with this guy. Like he's really, he's really. I don't remember the one moment, um, but the, I, definitely the moment where he was like, he put. He tried theory. He tried reading. Didn't work. He tried. What songs do you like? That didn't work. And the moment when I was like, when he asked me, "Well, here's a couple of chords. Try to write a song." But he had tried like everything else. Like he really did. I mean, it was like he would give me a song, "House of the Rising Sun." Here's a Beatles song. Here's um, like a Kylie Minogue song, nineteen eighties. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Cool. Uh, yeah, he tried. He was probably losing it at that point. You get to a moment in a student's lesson where you're like, yeah. I've tried everything. I, but he's I, like, he just, you know, here's like, um, here's all the chords in C. Try to write a song. And then I like, I flipped it, did something in A, in a minor, basically. Mm-hmm. And I wrote a terrible song. Played it for him. And then that, that's... That was he was tradition. like, this is great. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> he was like, wait. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Supportive. Actually, I just taught a lesson uh, with somebody, um, and I just had a moment uh, kind of like that, but not with uh, 
it, it just made me think about my professor from college, my guitar professor. And then I, I just repeated, basically recycled something that he told me, and it made me just kind of like appreciate it. Really? Like, he's still alive. I mean, he's living, but like it made me just think about him. Like, oh, thanks, Chris. Chris Gotzenberg, if you're watching this, which I doubt you are, thank you. There's a <laughs> negative 5% chance, and that's even possible. <laughs> Jessica's watching. She said... Um, share it on his wall. <laughs> you said this, uh, this podcast is on, and she's the biggest fan, the, the, our biggest fan of this podcast, Jessica. Thank you, Thank Dennis. you. Is that even possible? Um, but uh, something like that, yeah, like it made me uh, really appreciate Chris, my relationship with Chris in college. He taught me classical music. He made me really appreciate it. Um, what do you like about classical music? Because that is a whole separate genre of, of stuff. It's the, just a completely separate world. You want, you want, us, you want to give us a, a, a taste of, uh, well, of classical music, you are, are quite the guitarist, my friend. Shane, Shane's on here too. He's, he said yes. What's I don't up, know why. Shane, <laughs> oh. uh, Shane well, says yes to to uh, embody the uh, my love and appreciation for classical music cannot uh, be said in one, in one sentence. It's so just, why why don't you give us a, a little uh, put you on the spot and play something? Oh no, I don't know. If I oh, we can do that, right? Yeah, what, do you, what do you want me? Yeah, to Mike's, play? Mike's. I, well, whatever comes comes to mind, right, folks? Shouldn't Javi play something right now? I get I get nervous. He's getting the nerves, guys. <laughs> you want to do afternoon delight? Is that what you want to do? Oh yeah, I don't know. That's an, actually an interesting fact. Um, the Nokia theme, which is like. That's a Nokia theme. It's, um, there's a, the, a pioneer of classical guitar. His name is Francisco Tarega, uh, who's somebody, uh, his doings were, uh, well, what he did that was really prominent in the classical guitar world was that he standardized the footstool. The footstool is uh, something to elevate the left foot uh, and to angle the neck of the guitar to a 45 degree angle and that sort of made the, um, the neck of the guitar and the notes on the neck of the guitar more accessible for the left hand. Yeah, because you, you, you have a better positioning with your hand, right? Yes, yes, and he wrote a song, he composed a piece called um, the, what was it called? Afternoon Delight. It wasn't Afternoon Delight. It was the Petite Valse or something like that. And then the guy who, um, the CEO of Nokia was actually a guitar player. Really? Yeah. And he, since that song is from like, that piece is from like the 1800s. So it's public domain and he got it's to use it. public domain. And he, could, he, he used it for Nokia. And I used to have a Nokia phone in it. And I didn't know until I played guitar. Until I was in college, I think. Would you mind uh, giving us a taste, and then Mike and I are going to sing Afternoon Delight? I don't know how to play Afternoon Delight. Well, Mike and I can sing Afternoon Delight solo, just like in... Uh, <laughs> Mike's... Do it after... Yeah. We're doing Afternoon Delight acapella. Ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned for Afternoon Delight acapella. Let me see if I have any um, sound from this. Sounds like I do. Ladies and gentlemen, Javier Rodin. Do you guys know the song? What? Do you know 
the song. No? Yeah. I will survive. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know we were playing a game. Francisco Tarega, everybody. I will survive. He is the original writer for that song. All right. That's what I got for you guys That's today. it. Okay, I was expecting something way longer than that. Way longer than that. Hi, guys. Hey, what's up? <sighs> So we're actually we're like in the middle of rush hour right now. So I know it's going to get really busy in here. Um, for real birth. We've got a lot of students coming in. It might get a little loud, but uh, hey, Mike, do you want you want to sing Afternoon Delight? <laughs> Javi, we'll have you come back. Cool. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have we have Michael Levine works at the front desk. He's a prolific historian and author. Um, yeah, yeah. Nice to see everybody. Okay, very nice. nice. To make my debut. Yeah. <laughs> Mike works the front desk at Queens, and he is quite possibly uh, one of the the best at um, helping people. How is it helping people here? It's it's pretty easy actually. You know, people are you know in the best way like pretty, for lack of a better word, like low maintenance. They don't require a lot but you know it, it makes it easy to give them a lot just because you know they're very appreciative and okay. people are really nice okay how are we going to sing this song Afternoon Delay uh, you know the lyrics I, only from Anchorman <laughs> I really only know like how it starts I know a good amount like as much was in the movie I think I know gonna find my baby gonna hold her tight gonna, gonna grab, grab some, some Afternoon, afternoon delight. delight is it is that all where, is that where the um, the harmony is? The harmony starts right after that phrase. It's going to find my baby, going to hold her tight, going to grab some afternoon delight. Okay. Oh, the, the, and then it's actually after the next phrase. The motto's always been, when it's right, it's right. Why wait until the middle of a cold, dark night? Right. When it's always better when we do it in the light of day. And you know the night is always going to be there anyway. Looking up a little of my appetite, looking forward to a little afternoon delight. Yeah. All right, no, we got we to be able to, can we do a three-part harmony? Can we do, can I think do so. It? No? If Don, if Don sneaks out, I think, I feel like we, we have impro like done that spontaneously in the past. Yeah. Yeah, I think that has likely happened probably more than once. Is Don coming out right now? Yeah, should be. Oh, there he is. Hey, Don, do you know how to sing uh, Afternoon Delight? <laughs> yeah, like, like the, the, it, You want to do a quick little barbershop trio? How does it go? I could take the lead and do most of it, and then just need to do the... Just back in Matt Damon land. Skyrockets in flight. Afternoon delight. <laughs> come on, come on in, in, in the screen, my oh, friend. Oh, you're gonna be on the screen. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Don Albert. Howdy. I'm gonna save this lesson because you know I don't want to get mad. Yeah. On our proprietary software, Practice Pad. So now it's there. Okay. Yes. Thinking of you working up my appetite. <laughs> Looking forward to a little afternoon delight. <laughs> Thinking of you. Rubbing up? sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite. 
That's and the, pretty good. And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting. <laughs> Skyrockets in flight. So wait, so where, so where do we start again with the... Um, so it's basically... We can't play it on live, though. Oh. Yeah. So it's like... Uh, so No, I don't even know that part. I just know where it starts and Anchorman goes... Uh, it's like, uh, it's like, so Ron, what's love like? And he's like, well, it's kind of like, gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna grab some afternoon delight. Model's always been when it's right, it's right. Why wait until the middle of a cold, dark night? When it's always better when they do it in the night of day. There's a three-part harmony, though. Try it again? When it's always better when we do it in the light of day. And on the night is always gonna be there anyway. I don't actually know the words from that part, but that was impressive that it came together that quickly. That was good. Yeah. That was good. That was good. put together really well. That's from uh, Anchorman, if anybody appreciated that. Did you appreciate that at all? Amazing. <laughs> and uh, Good Will Hunting. Yes. Is it? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. That's one of the I don't remember that part. Where, 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 where the, the Russian guy hypnotizes him. Uh -huh. He's pretending he's hypnotized. <laughs> he starts saying Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he starts singing Afternoon Delight. And then that's the closing credit song. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's brilliant. Mike from yeah. Oakland says cheers. Oh, cheers. Cheers, Mike. Is it true his name is Mike Shanahan? Shanahan. So he led the Broncos to two. To, he led John yes, Elway. We did hire yeah. the ex coach. Broncos head coach. Um, we really get the best people. That's it. <laughs> right, Mike? Wow. Mm. It's an honor. <laughs> <laughs> um. Really Mike Levine yeah. is a prolific historian and author. I have your title up. Oh, nice. Yeah. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Well, nice we're to trying to make, we'd make dreams come true here. Yeah. <laughs> I sense that I'm ignoring a student, but I'll check. Okay. Nope. No, I think you have a break. Break. Oh, break time. Break time. Break time. Remember we used to dance during break time? Oh, it wasn't really break time. It was 5 o'clock dance. We, just we did. Uh, we used to. Yes, that was that. really good at it. During my... My Tony Robbins experience. That's <laughs> when I was a little. <laughs> if it's going to be true, Tony, though, you're going to have to use. Uh, you're simply the best. He loves that song. Oh, uh, not anymore. He's all like oh. uh, electro and. Oh, is oh, he yeah, EDM yeah, Tony? Yeah, totally. There are journals that say that productivity increases when like fast techno is playing. Like more haircuts get done per day at a barbershop because of that. You think barbershop quartet music would help? Them, you know? <laughs> yeah. No? No? They want EDM? Yeah. I don't think barbershop music at a gigantic Tony Robbins experience is going to really cut it. <laughs> yeah. uh, it wouldn't work. wouldn't have the hype. It wouldn't have the whole excitement thing. Um, we've got a couple more minutes here. Uh, is there anything you guys want to talk about before we, we cut this experience? I'll talk about shirts. Yeah, I wanted to show well, that's my a, shirt a little that's bit. That's a classic. This is, this is like Queen's logo. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like well, really that's... Brilliant. Shirt. The first shirt uh, ever made out of uh, many, many shirts. You want to want to 
There you go. Look at that. Yeah, kind of model it up. It's uh, it's made after the Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses. Roses logo. That yes. See that? Did we yeah. get a cease and desist on it? Guns and Roses. Oh, I always saw these, not as like rose. Uh, like thorny vines, but always as like tentacles that were. They are tentacles. Nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and they're kind of like swallowing up Manhattan. Oh, yeah, I see it now. I and a little bit of Long Island sure. City. Yeah, sure. GNR. Yeah. So the guy that used to do this for us, Pete, if you're out there watching this, which you're not, thank you very much. Create uh, that's 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 classic. That's gonna be worth maybe a dollar fifty. I love it. It's my favorite. Okay. I just like that logo though. That. Which one? The new, the, the newer one? The, the the guitar with the A, you know, the headstock. There. I don't know. I feel like it's good. Uh, Peter, he created that one too. He's a very talented man. Will we ever come to a day where every real brave person in the shop will be wearing an identifiable logo, real brave shirt? Maybe. We're. I think we're getting to the point where the just wearing the logo is is the way. It's cheaper too. <laughs> What about the Star Trek logo? Would we be able to, like... Oh, yeah? Star Trek? Yeah, we could do like, that. Could we tap the real brave logo and suddenly be like, hey, Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be... Probably the doors sooner open. rather than later. Like an Apple Watch type thing. Or, you know, one of those smart watches. Yep. It'll be sooner rather than later. We... We'll have a cordless device. Will I be device. able to beam myself up? You're holding, <laughs> you're holding a, uh, an online practice companion, right? Called yeah, Practice really Pad like that we developed. Guitar, the thought of using stuff like this was... Ridiculous. Yeah. You know, one day we'll have video phones. That was the video phones and power packs to fly around. I think we have that too. Didn't the guy just do the English Channel in one? Almost he did. Died. Yes. And did it again and made it. Did he? Did he not make it? I he think made he made the second one. Oh, he, he did. Oh, I don't know. I thought like two days later, and no one was covering it because he didn't crash. If he didn't die. I didn't see it. Yeah. But that's like so that, and we have the we have the video phones and all that other stuff, and that's nothing. I can only imagine where it's going. Cannoli. Cannoli. <laughs> it's going to be lessons in cannolis. <laughs> on that note, well, uh, th gentlemen, thank you very much. We need to get a lady on the program at some point. I think this has been an all gentleman program to date. <laughs> it's an all gentleman gentleman show. <laughs> Live men. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. All right. Well. Afternoon delight. I afternoon delight. That was that was great. Lighter on my feet. Uh, if you are interested in this program, you can uh, get notified. There should be a notification button somewhere, or you can find it. I don't know how to describe it. Uh, but, yeah, please do. There's not a subscribe button, but it is like a notification button, or you can uh, get notified when we go on. We usually go on Wednesdays. I happen to be here today with the, the good people of Queens, and I decided it would be fun to do it because it is a blast. Representing. Representing. Queens. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. See you soon.